Welcome to Style with Substance, a podcast by The Vendeur. I'm your host, Lucy Kebble. plus a few bonus episodes, we'll be talking about the myths and greenwashing that surround sustainable fashion. Join us for discussion with industry insiders, tips and generally geeking out on the glory that is ethical fashion. Today's episode is a very special bonus one that I am really excited to share with you. Lockdown has been hard for everyone, but what we don't hear about are the stories of those who face starvation and destitution simply because they couldn't get to school. This was a situation faced by students of the Malaika School in the Dominican Republic of Congo only a few months ago. The school, founded 13 years ago by model and philanthropist Noella Kusaris Musunka, provides a free and holistic education to 370 girls from the ages of 5 to 18. Before the school, the village had no water, electricity or health care, But since then, it not only has a school and community centre, but 20 wells providing clean water. As well as this, they provide sports programmes, adult vocational skills and IT classes to around 5,200 people. So you can see that this is a much needed and impactful programme in the community. Post lockdown, there is a lot of work to be done. Malaika have partnered with rental platform Her to raise much needed awareness and funds for the school and community. I was lucky enough to speak to Noella and Victoria, the CEO and co-founder of Her, on the day the campaign launched. Where to Care offers renters an opportunity to rent pieces donated by incredible celebrities, including Helena Christensen, Tandy Newton, June Sarpong, Eve and Natalia Vodianova, as well as brands such as Vilshanko, Roland More and Roxanda. All the money raised goes directly to the school. Not only that, but her are using the amazing community that they have fostered around their peer-to-peer rental service to encourage women to sponsor girls at the school. The campaign seeks to highlight the power of female friendship and the importance of empowering each other through knowledge, finance and holistic support. We all know that when girls are given these things, their potential to thrive is improved exponentially. I hope you feel uplifted and inspired by my chat with these two amazing women. Hi, Noella. Hi, Victoria. Hi, how are you, Lucy? How are you? (laughs) I'm really good, thank you both. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, It's really such a pleasure to get to speak to you both about this amazing initiative that you've set up. So can we just start by kicking off telling the people at home who they're listening to and why you're speaking to us today? Should, Should we start with you, Noella? I think it'd be great to start with Victoria, actually. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Victoria. Um, I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Her. Uh, we are trying to launch the Airbnb for fashion. We are the UK's leading wardrobe rental platform, and we are super, super to ex- to be launching today, uh, which is Monday, the 12th of October, um, the first ever charity rental wardrobe campaign in partnership with Malaika. Um, Noella, I'm sure we'll talk more about this, but Noella, I and a good friend of ours called Charlie Collins have been working on this campaign since the start of this year. Um, and it's an amazing chance to rent incredible pieces from top celebrities and key opinion leaders and brands all across the world. So we are super, super excited to be partnering with Noella and Malaika. 
Thank you. And Noella? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having us on this amazing podcast. And thank you to Lucy and Victoria. I'm Noela Kosaris Musunga. I'm a mother of two children. I'm uh, the founder of Malaika, a grassroots organization that I set up in 2007. So, wow, already 13 years that um, completely transformed um, opportunities through education and health and water and sport program. We really empower the next generation of girls. We have actually 370 students at our school where they start from five years old to 18 um, years old. And I will tell you more in details uh, during the interview. And I'm an international model and it's very great to work on this campaign with her because fashion is something uh, deep and close to my heart. But I want to see the fashion... um, on the state to be going through an evolution and really taking care of our planet. And I do believe Rontal is the future. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're 100% correct. So can you tell us a bit more about the, about the school? Whereabouts is it based and how and why did you set it up? So uh, when I returned to my home country um, in Democratic Republic of Congo, after being away for 13 years, After my dad passed away, actually, uh, my mother didn't have any resources to keep me. So I grew up from families. I left at five years old Congo. I was the only child. So it was a big shock for me to arrive somewhere in Europe. I didn't have my mom, my dad, a new environment, new family. But uh, I really wanted to go back to see my roots and going back to my country and meet my mother. We reconnected with my mother, I would say. So I saw the extreme hardship of people were facing where they're on a daily basis. I knew I had to do something to help. I truly believe that education is the way to the future and it leads to, to change on an individual and widespread level. Malaika for me is a way to empower girls who will in um, turn lift each other up and empower their own communities. And is in a, is in a small village in Kalibuka where there's no water, electricity, and uh, it was no health facility. I really wanted to have the, the opportunity to really bring a real change and transform the community with education. So we created this ecosystem, building a school, building a community center, building 20 water, uh, 20 wells that impact more than 35,000 people a year and growing our own food uh, um, that can provide breakfast and lunch for our students and our staff. So this ecosystem that we set up with the school, the community center, waters and agriculture can be duplicated in any communities uh, all over um, the world. And when you see Anna want to be an IT engineer, Louise want to become a lawyer, um, uh, um, Geraldine want to become um, a journalist. So we, they have a lot of dreams and aspirations and they, they learn to code and and work in the robotic at the age of seven years old at a school. They're really the, the next leaders of the continent. It's a leadership for girls' school. That sounds incredible. I don't think I even knew what coding was then, so yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> so I'm really intrigued. How did this partnership come about between the two of you? 
So um, as we all know, in, in kind of pandemics and, and what we're going through at the moment, the charity sector kind of across the world always gets really, really badly hit whenever there's a pandemic or a recession. Um, and I met with a friend called Charlie Collins, who I know that you, well, you know, you know personally, Lucy. And um, she is an ambassador for Malaika. And I'd watched Malaika and met Noella a number of times. And we were really just brainstorming about ways we could practically help. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to pick which charity you're going to support. And I met Noella and I knew that every pound I donated personally or that I could raise through anything to do with her would go direct directly to the 370 girls that are at Malika school. Um, so we were brainstorming ideas and Noella, who's the busiest person in the world, and um, we went to her and said, right, what about this idea? This is what we need from you. We'll promise we'll do all the hard work behind the scenes. Um, and we really want to support as many girls as we can um, that we have some targets for how many girls we'd like to put through school from the campaign. Um, and it really came about over a number of months. So we started, I think, early this year, maybe February, March. And then we've had weekly catch-up calls kind of throughout lockdown. And I must say, seeing both uh, Noella and Charlie's face and then the positivity that they both have about everything that, that's going on in the campaign, it's obviously a super, super exciting time to finally be on day one of launch um, today to actually, I guess, turn that turn that vision into a reality and obviously, of course, hopefully raise lots of money and awareness for my life. Yeah, it's really incredible because like really from a vision to a reality, because we've been working, people see the campaign launch today, but it's been months and months of work. And um, Victoria and Charlie and myself, I think we are all very detailed people where we really put a heart. We want to make it happen from from the entire campaign. And he highlights really too the power of female friendship and encourage her user to group together and sponsor girls at Malaika, rent clothes, look beautiful, feel beautiful inside, looking after the world, you know, about our environment and, and, and being part of the sustainability uh, movement. And community, like I've been working, and is more important than ever. People need to look at each other for support and work toward a new common goal in order to stay, you know, healthy, rebuild their lives and community. We see in the Congo and elsewhere that when a girl or woman is empowered, she wants to share, you know, new knowledge, resources with her friends and other women, women who lift each other for, for good. And uh, that's the way that we all have to go. Definitely. Well, that's part of the campaign, isn't it? You, you're encouraging renters with her to group together and sponsor girls at Malaika and foster female friendships. And I don't take, um, I don't take any salary of Malaika. So for me, the, whatever I'm involved, I really want to see the money go into the program. And Bettina, that doing the campaign with us, uh, um, was really amazing because she sponsored more than ten girls at Malaika School. So everybody is involved in the campaign. Is really about. I always had a care about Malaika and what education means for them and for her girls. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so nice to hear. So you, you mentioned a lot about community there. Do you think that post-lockdown community has a new meaning now? I, I think so, personally. I think, you know, the last six months, five, six months have, have been a time where we've actually had the time to slow down and, and I think think more about what we really care about. You know, what do you want your life to look like? 
you know, taking the time to reflect and then work out who you support, who you want to be friends with, what, what's important to you. Um, I think that's obviously partly why this campaign came about, because we have the time to reflect and, you know, uh, we all run businesses and have very busy lives, but also what, what's important to the founders, what's important to the brand and, and whether it's Bettina or, you know, we've had amazing people help on this campaign through from the stylists and the photographers um, and creative consultants. Um, and everyone's doing it because they genuinely believe that the world would be a better place if we put our pound uh, into into amazing charities like Malaika and actually really supported these girls. And I'm sure you've seen, uh, Lucy, the videos of, you know, they're, they're still so young and these girls, their ambitions are through the roof. And it's just an amazing thing to see. Um, and that is frankly all down to Noella and her complete dedication to Malaika. So I think to answer your question, absolutely. Now, and there's now never been a more important time than for, for, for community and, and, and doing what you care about now absolutely can we speak a little bit about more of the social impact work that her does why why is it so important to you guys that you're not only helping to keep clothing out of landfill and and extend life cycles but you're you're also interested in the social impact side of business as well of course. Well, sustainability is at our core as a circular economy business. Um, but more than that, um, I guess the whole reason I set up her and founded the company three and a bit years ago is because I believe that females should be empowered in the UK and, and, and actually see their wardrobes as an investment and, you know, be, be empowered to have a side hustle where they can make their own money and do cool things. Um, and I think that Malaika and the Worst Care campaign is an extension of that. It's saying, you know, let's rent amazing clothes, let's feel fabulous, but let's do it for the greater good. Um, and 100% of everything from the amazing curated uh, edit goes directly to Malaika. So we don't take any fees. Um, there's no costs from the renter's side. Um, every penny that they will spend on the Her platform in that campaign will go directly to Malaika. So I think for me, um, and, and I know for my wider team who have worked really hard on this campaign as well, um, it's working out the, you know, the, the reasons and the causes that are close to our hearts. Um, and for me personally, um, I've, I've been a strong you know, ambassador and, and massive supporter of Malaika for I think close to a year now and personally chose to Conquering privately a girl <laughs> yeah so I, I, I asked my family and friends to um, to sponsor a girl for my birthday in August this year and all my family and friends club together um, so so it's something that I care hugely about uh, personally um, and I know that the wider her team just love love Noella and love all the Malaika girls just as much and you know your team is really amazing, Victoria, and it's really great. And coming back to the question, I totally agree with uh, Victoria. The lockdown, I think, teaches a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, I'm by myself a mother of two kids, so the lockdown was not easy because with the homeschool and to the, the complexity of homeschool and having kids and and having them to learn and, and in a different ways and being capable to adapt themselves. But kids adapt themselves so well. But being on the lockdown too and having all the Malaika programs shut down because of the lockdown was uh, another reality on the ground in, in the Congo, you know, because uh, our girls are used, the school is their refuge. They are used to have breakfast and lunch. And when everything was closed, we lost three of our uh, girls, Leia, little Noella, and uh, little Esther Hani, because we didn't have any more, um, we, we couldn't check anymore the health and how they are. So that's a big consequence of, of, of lockdown. And in England, there's a lot of problems too in Europe and all over the world. And the food price, the price in Africa, were completely going up to the roof. So we have to do a distribution every Tuesday and Thursday 
of uh, emergency funds. Uh, we create an emergency fund where we were distributing food for the village, uh, for the village and for the student to make sure they have on every Tuesday and Thursday some food going because some of them were not going to eat uh, at all. And their nutrition and their health were really at um, at risk. And they living in a in condition where there's no access to water, electricity, and where there's no access neither to um, to the internet. So we needed to go to bring their homework at their homework and they keep them educated at certain points in um, in uh, in the village. So that was a lot of challenge at home in England and a lot of challenge at a different level dealing with um, with Africa and especially uh, Congo. Yeah. So, well, can you tell us a little bit more about is is the school has the school reopened now? What what happened there when you were able to reopen the school? Did have all the girls come back apart from the three that you mentioned? Um, because you know we just don't have the school. We have the school and the community center. The community center we impact like five thousand people with different programs. We're giving literacy, literacy, math, STEM, and uh, a lot of sports. And sewing program. So when we opened the school back in early August, uh, the girls came back, and the first thing we had to do is to really check the health. We were very very lucky that 100% of our students came back, because um, a lot of schools in Africa faces uh, a lot of pregnancy on girls and um, earlier marriage, because when girls are off school for nearly five months, it's a, it's at a big risk. But um, unfortunately, the government asked us to close again after um, after three weeks. So we just had the time to prepare our sixth primary for the national test. And uh, for four years in a row, actually, our sixth grade uh, passed the national test. It's a, it's a test that all the country, all the sixth grade have to pass. So it means that our curriculum is very effective, that our curriculum is really uh, well prepared to to have this girl pass the test and this year what we did differently we put eight girls that are very brilliant from fifth grade to pass the national test and they all passed so that wow. was a very big success because uh, learning giving them their homework preparing them for the exam in completely lockdown and uh, preparing them from the home and the teachers and the staff were really uh, amazing. The school just opened today, actually. So today is a big day. Her campaign launching and Malaika School um, being back uh, opening for her, for her, for her students. So it's um, we will see. We will have the first thing to do is really to check uh, the health of a student really make sure uh, they're back on track with the nutrition program of the school and then have um, some kind of council how they live the lockdown how they are uh, mentally how they are academically to reduce some adjustments so it's a, it's a challenging year uh, for, for all over the school all over the world more than 62 million teachers all over the world have been um, affected by this crisis can you tell us a bit more about how the proceeds from the campaign will be spent? Because you've mentioned previously that the school itself is sustainable. Um, the the food that the girls and the teachers eat is all grown on site and you have the community centre. So will, will the proceeds go just towards the ongoing um, upkeep of the school? As you mentioned, you have quite a lot that you need to be doing at the moment. So it's a free school now. So we're constantly working to give our girls everything they might need to thrive and succeed. So we provide them with two nutrition meals each day, health checkup, access to new technology tools, the uniform, they receive the shoes, 
They received the underwear and encompassing education, amazing staff, some field traps, and even rain boots. Proceeds from the campaign will go to give each of the 370 girls a holistic education and really a physical growing of school uh, classroom and grounds. So every money, every dollar, every pound, dollar, pound we receive from this campaign go directly to the to the girls' education for uh, for the year. Yeah, that's amazing. And as you highlight, there are so many things to think about that you and I probably wouldn't necessarily need to consider on a day-to-day basis, but it's so fundamental for these girls to to get the education that they deserve. So can we talk a bit more about the renting side? I mentioned earlier that the um, the renters are going to be encouraged to group together and support the schoolgirls. You, are you able to keep them up to date with what's going on um, on the ground? That's absolutely the plan. Yeah, exactly, Lucy. So um, anyone who rents um, or purchases something through the platform, um, Malika have an amazing newsletter that keeps anyone who's interested in Malika or is donating kind of through the campaign, uh, a great kind of newsletter that summarizes what, what the Malika girls are now going to be up to when, when they're back to school. They have a great Instagram page too that Noella can share the uh, exact account for. Um, and, and that's exactly the aim. Um, we're going to let it run for a couple of weeks and then do a kind of roundup about you know the money we've raised to date and, and we're exactly where that's going and um, because I think you know there are so many amazing worthwhile causes all across the world and actually what people respond to is is, is when they feel that they're connected to something so the more we can be doing to connect anyone who rents something uh, you know throughout the where to care campaign to the girls on the ground that it's supporting uh, the better definitely and my final question is to both of you how how do you think that we can try to be more conscious consumers of fashion and help to make a positive impact where it's really needed of course doing your initiative is is a big tick right there but is there anything else that you think that people should know about i think we really need to be careful how we consume clothing renting at times like that campaign with her it helps the planet it's sustainable we need using fashion for good to make a different focus that really lead to the better entire marginalized communities. It's so important. Look for brands that find ways to support those we need across the globe. Really question yourself where the clothes are made, how they are made, who's making them, how much they are paid, on which condition they're working. I come from Congo where we supply the all the minerals for technology. And it's the same thing that I'm saying to people. You really need kind to question where your technology tool gives you the, 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 the way that you can use iPad, the laptop, where, who's digging with minerals? And it's the same question we need to ask ourselves for the fashion. We've been in lockdown. We have massive wardrobe. Some of clothes, we never even use them. We wear them. It's really, we have, we have to rethink how, how we're going to shop. Absolutely. Yeah, that's such a good point. I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I think for me, it's it's you know supporting brands that you really connect with. Who are the founders? How are the clothes made? Um, and I think it's a really simple message too of, of buying less and buying better. I'm a big advocate for investing in quality over quantity and I'm really getting those wares up of that item. So I think my, my message in terms of kind of being more conscious is all about you know being a bit more considered about what, what you're purchasing because it impacts people all throughout our supply chain. Definitely. And, and to rent from her as well. <laughs> <Let's hope so. laughs> 
Well, thank you so much to both of you for your time today. It's been really amazing to speak to you and learn more about the initiative and about the school and all the good that you're going to be doing through this campaign. How long will the campaign be running for? Uh, at least for a couple of months at the moment. Um, it slightly depends how quickly the items either sell out or are booked out. Um, so stay tuned and we'll be keeping everyone up to date on our Instagram account at her H-U-R-R. Perfect. Yeah. And I'll link to I'll link to that in the show notes as well as the Malika School Instagram as well, so that people can have a look at all the amazing work that's being done. Perfect. Malaika.org. Thank you very much. And um, I hope you will rent one of our fabulous, fabulous pieces. And, you know, I really want to add something about the pieces that we have. We have amazing brands that really believe in what we're doing in her and Malaika and they donated. And we have very, a lot of individuals, people that have been supporting Malaika and are really part of this campaign, like uh, June Sarpong, Candy Newton, Vanessa Kinkori, Petra Nukova. Sandy Newton, Caroline Issa, uh, Maria Borges. So we have a lot of great, great, great people that came on board and it's a, it's a special thank you to all of them. Yes, that's that's a very good addition. No, and I completely forgot about the amazing people that you have working with you. So, well, yeah, thank you again, guys. And yeah, I hope to catch up with you soon um, when the campaign is ending and we can see what, what you've managed to achieve. No, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, I was blown away by the work that Malaika do and the incredible ambition of their students. Hearing the story of how the students struggled during lockdown was really humbling and a reminder that education and support should be available to all children. I hope this has inspired you to look further at Malaika. I've included links to their pages in the show notes, so please take a look and hopefully you're in a position to help. I'll be taking a little break and we'll be back with more episodes later in November. As always, please subscribe and leave us a rating or review. It helps more people to find us and spread our positive message about fashion, the planet and empowering women.